From WXVU and the Caritas Commitment, this is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. And Jack, here we are, another week. Another week. And it feels good, right? Everybody's been doing a great job. I have to start it off, Jack, by saying I just want to tell the students I'm so proud. I, you know, we're all talking here in administrative ways about how proud we are of the students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're getting close to Halloween getting close to November. It feels good. So this is just my little shout out and a little keep it up, keep up the good work. Yes. As we, uh, we want everybody to go home safely for Thanksgiving. And so just a few more weeks of doing what we're asking. And so talking about doing what we're asking, we have, <laughs> um, you know, many things we've asked of folks over their time here at Villanova. And this semester, it looks a little different and things are, you know, not the same when it comes to our dining, our facilities. And, you know, we're asking people to eat differently. Mm -hmm. And it kind of brought up the thought of how we're producing just a ridiculous amount of trash on campus. Yeah. Are you seeing it in the residence halls? Oh, my gosh. We have to take our trash out like four times a week. Yeah. And it's because the students are getting their food to go and the methods of delivering food are so individualized that, yeah. you know, we have just a different look of, of how people are eating. And so what does that mean? So we thought, Jack, you and I thought, and you asked some students if this was important to them too, mm-hmm. the sustainability Like, what is this doing for us and how we're moving forward as a sustainable campus? And so who better to talk about sustainability than Liesl Swartz, who is here. Liesl, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, Liesl, tell me your exact title, that you you work in facilities under facilities management, and your exact title is? Yep. So I'm the sustainability manager for the campus. So things have changed in... I know just knowing what you've done over the years, you know, you're moving our, our campus in so many great ways with the garden, the bikes, you know, and just your efforts for composting and our dining facilities and what they do. So you kind of had to take a pivot a little bit with some of that work when we had to change the ways we produce here. So, you know, I'm just going to start it off, Jack, if that's okay, but just kind of tell us, Liesl, what what it's been like. Yeah. Tell us what COVID and sustainability look like right now. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me here today and for asking that question. Um, you know, I think when when COVID first hit and we all went into quarantine, I kept getting emails from people like, how great is this? No one's commuting anymore. Um, you know, we're, we're reducing our energy usage because we're not in our office. Um, and we did see globally a reduction in pollution uh, from transportation and our energy usage, right? And and there was actually a period of time where, where oil went negative. <laughs> right. I saw some maps, too, yeah. during the time we were yes. home. Yes. Um, and some really uh, fantastic uh, pictures as well from, from places all around the world, cities in particular, particular all around the world. Um, and so we're still reaping some of those benefits. Uh, but as you mentioned, there are some really dramatic um, and uh, visually stunning uh, uh, consequences to this pandemic, which uh, particularly around our waste, uh, both on campus with dining, as you, were, as you alluded to, uh, but also packaging, 
Uh, I mean, so much of us are buying um, items online. from Amazon and other uh, online suppliers, and they're coming individually packaged. Even though sometimes we click for everything to be bundled together, um, it's amazing how many times they still come separated um, in individual boxes or bubble wrap, um, and it all has, uh, you know, a an impact um, building up into our uh, waste streams. That is definitely evident at my home right now because we just had Prime Day the other day. Oh yeah. And like even yesterday, I was like doing all this and thinking, oh my gosh, all these boxes for like a little thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know, you know, I recycle those, but still it's, it's waste. So. Yeah. I mean, I think especially when the, when everybody went into quarantine at first, right. The, the one that always sticks in my head is that, that video of dolphins in Venice yeah. and actually being able to see like wildlife returning to that kind of gross water for the first time. But, you know, then we come back to campus, right? And it's like, we have to be really careful. And I mean, everything from every dining hall, everything's going to be in its own box to um, my leadership group last week, we got insomnia cookies and they're all individually wrapped. Packaged, so, yeah. And it's for safety, right? But, um, and it sort of, it seems like a necessary evil, but um, how are we trying to sort of counteract that? Yeah, no, wonderful question. And I think, you know, uh, one of the struggles that I personally face is just there's so much that's outside of my control, right? Um, and for students, that's magnified because you're living on campus, you're dining on campus. Some of this is just something that's completely out of your control. Um, and so what I'd like to focus on and remind students of is there are things that you can control, um, right? So I came today with a reusable water bottle. All of our hydration stations, we have over 80 on campus are still active, they're filtered, cooled water. Um, you know, we definitely still encourage students to use those. Um, and I think it's, honestly, I think it's safer. No one else is touching your water bottle, right? When you buy um, a plastic water bottle at our cafes, someone else is touching it. Um, so if you, you know, concerned about safety, I think that's a, a key point to, or key way to try to reduce some of your impact. Um, we also did a handout of reusable utensil packs. Um, over 600 reusable utensil packs were handed out. Um, in the I first saw five student semester. government was partnering a little bit with that, yes, too. Yes, yep, yep. So we had partnership with student government. So they ordered, um, I think, another 100, so 700 in total, um, on top of the ones that um, the Student Sustainability Committee were handing out. And we also donated 100 um, to uh, the, I don't remember the name of the, of the of the group that was doing it, but handing out packs at the beginning of the year for our at-risk students. Mm, right, right, the COVID pantry. COVID pantry, right. perfect, right. yes, the COVID pantry. Um, so we have donated 100 to that group specifically to make sure that that, that community was being served. Um, so, you know, it's not enough, um, but we're hoping that um, people will see others uh, using these utensil packs, um, and that will hopefully reduce some of our plastic usage in our dining halls specifically. Um, we also have a petition uh, around the uh, styrofoam that we're encouraging students to sign up for if they're interested in seeing that removed from campus. And we have a meeting with dining um, on Monday to kind of go over some options for next semester to try to address some of those concerns. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, that's excellent. I think especially, right, for uh, students who are just in dorms, right, not in apartments where they might have some kitchen stuff so they might have utensils having those reusable utensil utensils as a freshman, right, where you, why would you have a silverware drawer <laughs> moving right. onto campus? Um, I think that's going to be awesome. Um, could you talk a little bit about 
how, uh, what was I going to say? I completely forgot what I was going to say. That's okay, Jack. I, I have to, can I go back to something Absolutely, here? yes. I love, Liesl, that you're saying, trying to, like, focus on what you can do. Because it is, like, so many things during a pandemic are out of our control. Mm-hmm. But the, the, what you can do, the positive there, you know, our think negative is the title of our podcast here, but the, you know, our, we are focusing on what we can, can control our actions, our behaviors. And so the, the water bottle and the utensils are a great, you know, option for people to, to focus on. And I like to hear that you're meeting with dining and the petition. Um, what, what other things can people do or what other things can we help you do with the petition, um, you know, our, our feedback to dining about that, which they're wonderful, our, our dining services, but you know, there was a reason probably why they had the styrofoam use. I I don't know what that is and I'm sure that they have expressed that, but hopefully working toward a better system in the, in the second semester. Yes, for sure. And and I do want to give a shout out to our dining services. This is not a decision that they wanted to make and they made happily. Um, It was a decision based out of the situation in which we were presented with in the fall semester, especially the start of the fall semester. Um, And I think now that things have started to calm down with supply chains and just knowing how we're going to be able to operate safely, um, you know, they're very open to having that conversation. So, you know, and that's not to say that the additional encouragement of a few more signatures wouldn't help um, in that process. So we definitely encourage you to make your voice heard. um, But, you know, we're hopeful with that conversation moving forward. Um, And then as far as what else students can do, um, and then again, I, you know, I'm going to rattle off some suggestions, and I don't want people to feel overwhelmed, because I also, I mean, the, the pandemic makes everyone feel overwhelmed all the time. Um, and I feel like when we talk about sustainability, you know, as, as soon as you dive a little deeper, people start to feel stressed. They're like, oh my God, there's so much I, I should be doing that I have to be doing. And, and I really encourage people to pick like one thing that they want to try to change, a behavior they want to change, and work on that, and make that behavior change. And then if they're successful and, and they find value and meaning in their life with that change, to try something else. To not try everything all at once. Right. Um, so, you know, if, if you do have the ability to make um, hot drinks in your or dorm room or apartment, using reusable mugs is, of course, a great way to reduce um, your waste. And honestly, anything reusable um, is a great alternative if there's a way for you to clean it safely um, and, and use it safely. Um, that being said, uh, sometimes I see people use um, like themed reusable things like Halloween or Christmas themed. Uh, and it's just a reminder that reusable items aren't really sustainable if you only use them for a month. They're only sustainable if you use them for a long period of time. Because they take more energy um, to make and dispose of because they're more reliable and sturdy mm-hmm. um, than your disposable alternatives. Um, things, uh, you mentioned recycling earlier about all your, your shipping packaging, um, and that's great. And definitely continue to do, the, to do that. Um, but unfortunately, there are items that we can't recycle. Um, things that we think are recyclable, but aren't recyclable. <laughs> um, so like aluminum foil or plastic bags or plastic wrap. Um, so some of the things we've encouraged over the years is um, beeswax wrap um, as an alternative for packing um, food products. Uh, and they're really easy to make at home. Um, and if everyone's into making their own masks um, and other, other things at home now because of COVID, uh, it's a great activity to do, um, especially around the holidays, give your friends and family a homemade beeswax wrap, and it's a, it's a wonderful alternative 
Um, I'm gonna have to Google that because I certainly yeah. don't know how to do that. Oh, it's yeah, no, it's it's you just get the fabric, you cut it to an oversized cotton fabric, basic. Um, heat your oven to like 200 degrees, place it on a baking sheet. I put like an aluminum foil down just to protect it, and then you can buy beeswax wrap or beeswax pellets. So like it's just beeswax in the shape of like a, a small little bead, uh-huh. and so you can easily spread it on top of that fabric, put it in the oven until it's melted. And then brush it with like a, a basic cheap brush, yeah. um, and then let it dry. That's it. Huh. It's super easy. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, you take a whole bunch all at once. It's great uh, activity with kids too. Yeah. Um, if you have younger siblings at home. Yeah, that's good. So for students looking for, A, like the petition to sign, and B, for those sort of resources, where can they go? Yeah, great question. Um, so uh, we've been fortunate. The, the Caritas uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram page has shared some of our uh, resources, but the uh, Sustainability of Villanova Instagram page has all of those resources. We have links to the petitions um, and other useful sites as well. And we're constantly posting uh, tips on how people can be more sustainable on campus. Um, everything from like what you're ordering out um, in the community to how you're operating on campus. And what about the garden, Liesl? Are we going to uh, bring back the garden in the spring? or? So the garden is alive and well. Yes, um, we good. have students volunteering in the garden every week. And we actually have a student who's helping to build hoop houses. Um, he designed um, how we're going to be building those. And we've been doing that um, for the last couple of weeks with our volunteers in the garden. Um, and so that will extend our growing season, both in the, winter, in the fall and in the spring. So oh, that's great. That. Uh, and if you have a chance to walk by the garden, um, which is located next to the uh, basketball courts behind Driscoll Hall, um, you'll see quite a monster of a plant growing around the fence line of our garden. Um, that plant is a, a loofah squash. Um, so this I did not realize until a couple of years ago. Loofah is the like exfoliating yes. sponge that yeah. you get. Um, it's actually a squash. I thought it came from the sea. I did too. Uh, yeah. Um, and so it, the squash, it, it gets really big, um, as you'll see if you walk by um, the garden. They're quite sizable, the fruit themselves, and then the plant is humongous. It's basically spanning half of the garden at this point in time. Wow. Um, and uh, they kind of dry on the vine. Um, the skin will get kind of like tough and, and um, you know, just like a, a dry. Are you going to make loofahs from it? Yes, that's our plan. That's oh, pretty that. cool. We're really excited. We were hoping to have them by um, the holiday season, but with everyone going home early, and they just are taking forever to dry out. Um, you can make a loofah and gift it in yes. a beeswax yeah. wrapping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yes, and we're really excited because it's uh, an alternative to the plastic uh, loofah balls that you right. get at the store, which, right. of course, I mean, are plastic, not recyclable, and, um, you know, only... Oh, we may have to do a podcast just on loofahs yes. at some point. Who knew? We have loofah growing on our campus. I had no idea. Yeah, learn something new. So. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us this week. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This is Yeah, you do important work, and I know that when this all started, you know, it, it probably was like a little bit of a game changer for you in looking at how, you know, we have to change. You've done such positive work here in your time that I felt like, you know, Liesl's been working so hard to get to this point. And here we are, we're taking a little sidetrack with some of our, you know, consumption of, and the use of the plastic and styrofoam. And so thank you for continuing to keep positive mm-hmm. and for coming on Think Negative. And uh, Jack, as we wrap up, Yes. We are looking forward to another wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm putting in a little plug for our Halloween programming, which is going to be out there. Super fun. Yeah. Tent or treating. Mm-hmm. It's going to take over the whole campus, I swear. We, we're going to have so much fun keeping everybody safe and on campus um, yes. with lots of booze. B-O-O-S. Just booze. Regular uh, booze. Got my hopes um, up. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but have a good one. And thanks so much, Liesl, again for being here. Well, that about does it for this week on Think Negative. Remember to keep your V's up and your masks on, and we'll see you next week.